that we worked about worked on those things at practice. But um, you know, I think our hitters are ready for the challenge, so it should be a should be a, a good three game series. Well, and Jack, we'll get the start again tonight in Game One of the series. And I know we talk a lot about seeing how far he can pitch effectively. Is that still what you're looking for tonight from him? Well, it's interesting you say that, and we haven't talked about this, but I got Jack yesterday, uh, or was it? Yeah, it was yesterday. When we got to the hotel, and I and I told him, I said, we've been preaching to you to go deep in games, and we need our starters to go deep. But let's change that philosophy, and let's just have you act like every every inning you go out there is the ninth. Try to win the ninth inning every single time you go out there, and just go as hard as you can, as long as you can, and see see what happens. Uh, don't try to save yourself. Don't try to face yourself. Just go be a bulldog. And if we have to use our pen, we have to use our pen. And uh, so maybe the, a change of philosophy that way might help him. But uh, if he can give us four or five good ones tonight, I'd be happy with that. I realize you're only as good as your next game, but I, I can't think of a better game to come into a new series than what you guys showed against Ohio State. Because I, I know that's what you know this team can be. And, it, and I think it really provides a lot of confidence coming into this series. Well, baseball is all about consistency. You know, playing at a certain level. Um, and that's why guys take five, six, seven years to get to the big leagues or in the minor leagues for so long because – that consistency in baseball just takes a long time to, to be to be able to be really good over an extended period of time, and I think that's where we're at. It, and the Ohio State game on Monday kind of showed our potential. Now we need to come out with that same kind of energy and the same kind of confidence that we did with Ohio State, uh, who's going to be similar to uh, physically similar talent um, to Arizona State. And um, you know, I f- I feel like that we fit right in with those teams, um, and so if we just kind of build that confidence throughout the season and maintain that consistency. We're going to be fine. Thanks as always, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thanks, Chef. Those are the pregame comments of BYU head coach Mike Littlewood. Always appreciate his time before each game. Let's get to our starting lineup. It is brought to you by Big O Tires. Big O Tires has financing available. Big O Tires is the team you trust. Leading things off for the BYU Cougars in center field, number six, Mitch McIntyre. Batting second, number four at second base, Andrew Pintar. Batting third, number 22 in right field, Cole Gamble. Batting cleanup, the first baseman, number 27, Ryan Sapiti. Batting fifth, the designated hitter wearing number 17 is Joshua Cowden, the catcher. Number 18, Colin Ruder will bat sixth, hitting seventh in the order. Number 10 in left field is Hayden Latham. Batting eighth, number 25, Austin Deming. Dem will play third base defensively. And batting ninth in the order, number two at shortstop, Brock Watkins. On the mound today for the Arizona State Sun Devils is Kyle Luckham. Comes in with an ERA of 6.23. He started one game. Did not factor into the decision. He's pitched four and a third. Uh, given up five hits, three runs, all three earned. A walk and has struck out three. He's getting a few warm-up tosses in now. Decent crowd here at Phoenix Municipal Stadium. And I realize that I'm saying this, Tuck, knowing that a lot of our listeners in the state of Utah are dealing with sub-20 degree temperatures and snow. But it is unseasonably cool here right now. It is right around 50 degrees, which I know, again, I, I understand the audience is probably rolling their eyes, but it is far more chilly here in Phoenix than I expected tonight. Oh, well, and, and last weekend for their opening series, it was 80 degrees, right? And for us in Florida, it was 85, yeah. so our bodies kind of got accustomed to that for five days, and then you've been here, and, and it's cold. Mitch McIntyre making his way out of the BYU dugout and stepping into the batter's box. We are moments away from the first pitch of BYU and Arizona State. 
Phoenix Municipal Stadium is the former home of the Oakland Athletics for their spring training. Once they moved out to Mesa, this was taken over by Arizona State. The first pitch in is a strike to McIntyre, and we are underway in Phoenix. Thanks for joining us for BYU Baseball. Mitch coming in, hitting 333. And he fouls that pitch back. And falls behind, no balls and two strikes. Yeah, Mitch has done a good job as a leadoff hitter for us. This always goes up there and competes every at-bat. Every time he goes to the plate, it's a tough out. No balls and two strikes, just underway. Luckham delivers, and it misses low. One ball and two strikes to McIntyre. Well, the fastball before that that he fouled back was 94. It's interesting when you see scouting reports, Luckham last year at Fullerton topped out at 90-91. He's up to 94 this year, so he really jumped two or three miles an hour this last year. The 1-2 pitch. Ground ball to second base. Taken by McLean over to first in time, and McIntyre is retired for out number one here in the top of the first inning. McLean is Sean McLean. He will lead things off for the Sun Devils when we get to the bottom of the first inning. Yeah, look, I might throw hard, but the one thing that's nice about him is it, his fastball's straight. So if he leaves it over the plate, you can put good swings on it. First pitch to Pintar. Misses inside, ball one. The key is that uh, don't swing at that curveball that he wants to spike and get you to chase a little bit. Pintar hitting 267. He's four for 15. Does have a double. And... Looks at strike one. So, yeah, and he started Monday's game, Shep, with that double down the line that got things going, and then Hayden had the big knock a few batters later. One ball, one strike, and one out. Base is empty. Luckham delivers the 1-1 pitch outside. Two balls and a strike. Due up next, Cole Gamble. Cole on Monday hitting a three-run home run. Three home runs. All three home runs that BYU has on the season came on Monday against Ohio State. Luckham delivers the 2-1 to Pintar. Fouled out of play. And the count even at two balls and two strikes. Yeah, you know, you showed up to that game and Ohio State had hit all those home runs in their first three games, you know. Showed a bunch of power. They were batting, you know, 320 as a team coming into that Monday game. And it was nice for us to say, hey, we're pretty physical and big, too, and have some power. Well, and Arizona State has seven home runs through four games, so they're just shy of two a game. 2-2 two -two pitch. Hit foul and into the BYU dugout, so the count stays 2-2. Two and two. They have three players on their roster that have each hit two. Yeah, and a lot of those home runs came in Saturday's, Sunday's game that they played against Dixie. They, they scored... Uh, 17 runs in that game. 2-2 pitch is a swing and a miss and a strikeout. The first for Kyle Luckham, and it's out number two as Pintar is retired. Yeah, Shep, he went to the breaking ball there, and Pintar was just out in front of it and swung through it. So if the inning is going to continue, we're going to need a two-out hit from Cole Gamble. BYU in the all-Navy with, excuse me, in the all-gray trimmed in Navy. Arizona State in the home whites, trimmed in maroon. And the first pitch is a ball to Cole Gamble.
Luckham working quickly. 1-0 pitch. And BYU does pick up the two-out hit. Gamble hits that down the right field line. A play Great at second hustle. base as Gamble slides in safely before the throw. And that is a two-out double. And now BYU with a runner in scoring position with two outs. Yeah, Cole's last five at-bats, he's really, really swinging the bat well. It's good to see him get going. You know, in those first couple of games, those first couple losses that we took, Shep, Cole had a bunch of opportunities to drive in runs in big spots, and he didn't really have his best swings. But Monday, he really got locked in. And, and as you've shown throughout the year last year, when Cole Gamble hits, we usually win. And so that's a good start for our team. Ryan Sapiti at the plate with a runner at second base. First pitch to Ryan is in for strike one from Luckham. Well, and just the opposite. Ryan came in and and had two really good at uh, two really good games in a row, game two and game three of the season, and then he really struggled against Ohio State. Gamble at second, two outs. The pitch to Sapiti outside, and a really nice block by Baez, the Sun Devil catcher. We talk about it all the time, Shep. The two out RBIs, two out runs are crucial in, in an Ohio State game. You know, we had a bunch of two-out knocks, and, and here we are with the spot here to take an early lead here in the first. Set the tone early. One ball, one strike. Luckham looks back at second, and now delivers to Sapiti. High and inside, two balls and a strike. I think the BYU hitters, and we even commented on this against Ohio State, really seeing the ball well, not chasing a ton of pitches right now. Two balls and one strike. Luckham delivers. Swing and a miss, and it's two and two to Sapiti. We've got a battle now. He's just all slider. Hasn't thrown any fastballs to Ryan. The first two batters were retired. Then Cole Gamble hitting a two-out double. He stands at second base. Sapiti at the plate, awaiting the 2-2 pitch from Kyle Luckham. And the 2-2. Swing and a miss, and that's two strikeouts for Luckham in the inning, and BYU will strand a runner at second base. No score as we head to the home half of the first on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Bottom of the first inning, no score. Arizona State bats coming to the plate. They will be facing BYU starter Jack Sterner. Comes in with a record of 0-1, an ERA of 3.86. Pitched four and two-thirds to begin the season. Gave up seven hits, two runs. Both were earned. He did walk one batter and struck out five in the loss to Indiana State last Thursday. So a week from today, here's the lineup that he will face. Batting leadoff, Sean McClain. Batting second, the center fielder, Joe Lampy, And then hitting third, the first baseman, Connor Davis. Those are the first three batters that are due up here in the bottom of the first inning. Sean McClain leading this game off. Awaits the first pitch from Sterner, and it's in for strike one. Well, Jack didn't have his best start right on, on last Friday, but he battled for four and a third. He, he just couldn't quite get his secondary pitch stuff going, but he did a really good job of keeping us in that game as long as he could. Yeah, and I said Thursday. You're right, Friday. We to, left normally, Thursday. Yeah, yeah we left Thursday, Thursday for, for the trip. The 0-1 pitch misses, so the count even at one ball and one strike. 
yeah, if you're going to be our Thursday guy, our game one guy, you got to go out there and and give you five, six, seven innings every time you go out. The 1-1 pitch to McLean. Strike two. Good. Good. And I thought it was interesting what Coach said in pregame. You know, we're talking about him needing to go a certain number of innings. He says, decided to take a different approach. And instead of saying, I need you to go five or six, just go out and pitch every inning yeah. like it's like that's your last one, and then we'll just see where it leads. Yeah, and that's the thing. We, we have our strength on our pitching staff is our bullpen, right? I mean, Jansen's debut was fantastic last week, but uh, our strength is our bullpen. And so, hey, starters, give us the best you can. Keep us in the game, and then we'll go to our pen. Two balls and two strikes to Sean McClain. Sterner delivers. Good pitch. Inside part of the plate, called strike three. One batter and one strikeout for Jack Sterner. Yeah, reach back 93 on inner half. Nicely done. Joe Lampy will now bat with the bases empty and one out. The sun has set. The lights are on here at Phoenix Municipal Stadium. If you're familiar with the Phoenix area, we're uh, not too far from the Phoenix Zoo. First pitch to Lampy, foul back, strike one. I've actually ridden a camel at the Phoenix Zoo. Really? Yes. Interesting. Yes. It was a good 12 years ago, I believe, but uh, yeah. No balls and one strike. Jack delivers. Very high and very outside. One and one the count. Crowd still filing in. It's a beautiful ballpark. One-one pitch. Lampy fouls it off to the left and falls behind one and two. Yeah, they've only been in this park, I think, about six to eight years in that range that this became their home park. Down the street on campus was their old their old stadium. When the A's left, they decided to take this over. It's, it's, it's fun to have an actual visitor's locker room and things like that. The one-two pitch from Sterner. Lampy pops it up behind home plate. Deming has a chance. Reuter over near the dugout and slides, but he cannot he make it. He caught it. He caught oh, it. Oh, he did? He caught it. I thought that ball he popped it. out and it landed back on the dirt. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That is unbelievable. What a play by Colin Reuter. Not only did he slide near the dugout, he slid into the dugout down the stairs. Oh, my goodness. Two outs that is on an un unbelievable, unbelievable play from Colin Reuter. I can't quite explain what happened, but he actually slid, and as he's sliding into the dugout almost, the ball ends up popping out of his glove in the air, and he then still catches it before it hits the ground for the second out. Coach Bloomquist is out arguing that he should have been out of play, but uh, that's an unbelievable play right there. Yeah, you mentioned Coach Bloomquist. Willie Bloomquist in year number one at the helm of the Sun Devil baseball program. And now the home plate umpire, Joe Burleson, is asking all of the umpires to come into the infield, and they're going to have a discussion about this. Willie Bo Bloomquist is a former Sun Devil, but this is his first year ever coaching. He came to this job uh, from the front office of the Arizona Diamondbacks. So this is his first coaching job at any level. And he... Talk to the home plate umpire. They're now having a discussion. It'll be interesting to see what comes out of this. 
you look in the outfield beyond the wall, you see all of the signs talking about the number of College World Series and the number of national champions and all of their Hall of Famers, which does obviously include and Barry Bonds. You see number 24 and Bonds out in left center. And I don't think Bloomquist got it's the gonna be an out. message Nicely that done. he was hoping to receive because they're going to go ahead and keep out number two on the scoreboard. And again, you cannot say enough about the hustle of the freshman catcher, Colin Reuter, on that, that play. That was unbelievable. The batter is Connor Davis. And Davis well, fouls he, the ball out of play. Strike one. Connor Davis, an interesting story. He was at Auburn before. And then uh, he transferred and got hurt last year, so he didn't play last year. And he's finally back. But he's one of those few guys that hit multiple home runs last weekend as well. No balls and one strike, two outs, base is empty. The 0-1 pitch to Davis. Ooh, just missed. Just, just low, one and one the count. Jack's Velo is really good. It's actually higher than it was in in uh, in Florida. It's 92-93 every fastball, which is good. He was, you know, 89-91 that opening start. So good sign for him having good Velo. The 1-1 pitch from Sterner. Good pitch. Strike two. He has a, like a knuckle curveball. The problem with it is he kind of doesn't have full control of it. But when it's going, it has so much tilt to it. As a hitter, it's really tough to hit. But Jack just doesn't always command it as much as he needs to. One ball, two strike count. The batter, Connor Davis. Jack Sterner with the pitch. Ooh, Misses away, boy. not by much. 94 painted. The whole infield was walking off the field. And Joe Burleson, who's one of the best umpires in the country, so I'm not going to second-guess it, <laughs> calls it for, for ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, bases empty. Bottom of the first inning. No score between the Cougars and the Sun Devils. Sterner with the 2-2 pitch. And Davis hits it down the right field line and foul. Near the really nice building down the left field line, uh, the... Basically, the, the cages, the yeah, indoor hitting facility. indoor facility. It's fantastic. It's got a nice uh, observation deck where people can kind of walk around and get a bird's eye view of the action. The 2-2 pitch, way outside, and it's a full count now to Connor Davis. If Davis reaches base, the designated hitter, Jacob Tobias, will bat. Well, both starting pitchers got the first two guys out quick, and then... A little trouble with the third guy, but let's see if uh, Jack can uh, finish this off here. The payoff pitch from Sterner. Hit down the right field line, slicing foul, and landing on that observation deck. I think somebody made a nice little barehanded catch with that, too. Well done to the fan. So we'll do it again. Three balls and two strikes. Jason Shepard and Tuckett Slade with you from Phoenix Municipal Stadium in Phoenix, Arizona. Sterner gets the sign, kicks and delivers the payoff pitch. Uh-oh. Davis hits that ball into center there. field. McIntyre finds it underneath, we makes the catch. There. And the Cougars retire the Sun Devils in order in the bottom of the first. Not only some good pitching from Jack Sterner, but a great defensive play from Colin Reuter. And we'll head to the top of the second scoreless from Phoenix on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. Josh Cowden 
will lead off the top of the second for the BYU Cougars. We are scoreless here at Arizona State. want to thank our title sponsor, doTERRA. doTERRA, a proud sponsor of the BYU baseball team. First pitch to Josh Cowden is low for ball one. Cowden coming into this ball game, leading the Cougars in batting average, hitting 364. He's played in three of the four games. 1-0 pitch, a swing and a miss, evening the count at 1-1. One one. Yeah, good changeup right there. Went first pitch fastball low, and then changeup swing and miss there. Lefties will see more of the changeup than they will the breaking ball. Luckham again working quick. Get through. 1-1 one, one pitch, ground ball to short. Haas oh, he with beat a it. throw he over to first, it. not in time. Great hustle out of the box by Cowden, and he beats the throw. And Great it's a hustle. leadoff single for Josh Cowden. He is such a sneaky, fast player, Shep. It's unbelievable how quick he is for a guy who originally was a catcher. <laughs> Colin Reuter, fresh off an amazing defensive play. Boy, was that amazing. And, and you showed me the, the replay in kind of a close-up. That made it even more impressive. First pitch to Colin. Misses ball one. Reuter wearing number 18, the freshman out of Mississippi. Yeah, and just like any freshman opening series, he had some really bright spots offensively and then a couple of tough games as well. A throw over to first base, Cowden back to the bag. BYU with two hits. The first coming from Cole Gamble with two outs in the first inning. And then Josh Cowden, moments ago, leading off the top of the second with a hit. The 1-0 to Reuter. Fouled off. The count now one ball and one strike. Game one of a three-game series. Game two tomorrow night, 7 o'clock Mountain Time. And then game three, a change is now at 1 p.m. Mountain. 1-1 one, one pitch in for strike two. He's got a real good feel, Shep, for that breaking ball. His last four or five that he's thrown have been sharp breaking away from right-handers. One ball, two strikes. Cowden at first, nobody out. Luckham now taking his time and now delivers the 1-2 pitch. Reuter fights it off to the right side and out of play. The count stays 1-2. As fast as Luckham had been working, he has slowed down significantly with the runner at first base. One ball, two strike count. And another check on that runner at first. Cowden diving back head first, yeah. and he's back to the bag. Yeah, Shep, and a lot of times the reason the pitcher does that is that he just wants to mix up the timings and looks, and not he doesn't want the runner at first to be comfortable. The 1-2 pitch from Luckham on its way. And Reuter with the base boy. hit up the middle and into center field. Cowden will stop at second. And the first two batters have reached here in the top of the second inning. That is back-to-back -back singles from Cowden and Colin Reuter. Yeah, nicely done. He got a breaking ball elevated. It wasn't as sharp as the one that he took 
two pitches ago, and he's able to just hit it right back up the middle. That's a big thing because over the weekend, Colin was getting breaking balls away, and what was he doing? He was swinging over the top and pulling off. That time he stayed through the middle of the field. Nicely done, youngin. Hayden Latham at the plate. Hayden hitting BYU's first home run of the season in grand fashion, a grand slam against Ohio State on Monday. You have the corners playing in for Bunt. Middles playing double play depth. First pitch Ooh, to Latham, him. and it hits Boy. him in the back. Bases yes, are does. loaded with nobody out in the top of the second. A prime opportunity for the Cougars early in this one. Yeah, great start right there. Hayden, you know, who wasn't the coach didn't call for a bunt there. Arizona State thought it was coming, and first pitch up and in hits him 91 up in the shoulders. And now here we go, Deming. Austin Deming also with one of those three home runs on Monday. Dim hitting 214, three for 14, but a great opportunity with the bases loaded and nobody out. You got to make Luckham pay here. The first pitch to Deming, and he looks at strike one. Yeah, he went breaking ball. And, and Shep, I'm going to tell you, Austin Deming can be a game changer in this lineup where he is hitting eight hole, an absolute game changer. No balls and one strike. The pitch to Deming. Swing and a miss. And Luckham jumps ahead of the batter. No balls and two strikes. Yeah, so took the first one for a strike and a breaking ball and then swung at the second one, breaking away. Now you're in 0-2 battle mode. Buying away here, hit a sack, fly, driving a run. Single, single, hit by pitch. Bases loaded, nobody out. The 0-2 pitch to good, Deming. Good, he checked good. his swing. And it's ball one. Look at how many times, and we even talked about this a couple of times this past weekend. A lot of times when Demi makes it out, it, he's making contact. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, he's just hitting them at people. Yep. He had some real loud outs over the weekend. Finally, late, got a couple to drop. But, uh, yeah, he's just such a good quality hitter that can really change this lineup. One ball, two strike count. Luckham to good, Demi. Good. Outside. And Austin has done a nice job to That's work four, the count even at two and two. Four straight breaking balls to Austin. He he doesn't have confidence in his fastball right now. Two balls, two strikes. Nobody out. Top of the second inning. Bases full of BYU Cougars. Two-two pitch to Deming. Deming pops it up into shallow right. Murphy up, makes the catch. They will not test his arm. He throws it on the infield, but nobody was moving. Cowden Stink put at third, and that's a smart move with the arm of Kai Murphy. Yeah, and those are just the little battles throughout the game that we constantly talk about, Shep, that you've got to find a way there to have a quality at bat. Deming fly ball just not deep enough to give Cowden a chance to score, and so the, the, the win goes to the pitcher on that one, and now you need Brock Watkins to come up with a big knock here because now the double play gets you no runs, right? So find a way here, Brock. Bases are still loaded, now one out. As Tuck mentioned, the number nine hitter, the shortstop, Brock Watkins. Still plenty of time for BYU to take advantage of this early opportunity here in Phoenix. The first pitch to Watkins, in for strike one. And if I'm a hitter right now, I'm sitting just breaking ball. That is another first pitch breaking ball. He's just really confident in that pitch right now. I'm trying to just drive that ball to the right to the right side. 
Cowden at third, Ruder at second, Latham at first. At the plate, Watkins. The 0-1 pitch to Brock inside. See, he goes the fastball there, and it's way inside. Right now, he's really only showing that the breaking ball is the one pitch he can throw for a strike. And Baez, the catcher, did a nice job of getting in front of that. Otherwise, that may have went all the way back to the backstop. All the pressure's on the pitcher, Brock, here. Have some fun. 1-1 one, one count to Watkins. The pitch to Brock. And it is a ground ball to short. Over to second for one. Over to first. And the double play is made. And BYU cannot capitalize on bases loaded. Nobody out. We are still scoreless heading to the bottom of the second. On the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to Cougar Baseball. Alongside Tuckett Slade, here's Jason Shepard. Well, bad for the Sun Devils. Jacob Tobias will lead off the bottom of the second. We are scoreless. BYU could not score in the top of the second. First pitch from Sterner to Tobias. A high fly ball near the third base line. Deming over right on the line. Makes the catch. One pitch, one out here in inning number two. Cougars leading off the top of the second with a single, single, and a hit by pitch. Nobody out. Bases are loaded. Then a fly out to right. And then Watkins hit into the 6-4-3 double play, and the Cougars cannot score. Those are those opportunities, Tuck, we talk about BYU having to take advantage of. Yeah, frustrating way to end the top half there, but that's baseball. And the batter now is Nate Baez, the catcher, and he looks at ball one from Jack Sterner. BYU with three hits. So far, no runs to show for it. The 1-0. Foul back to the screen, even in the count, at one ball and one strike. Everybody bundled up here in Phoenix. Cooler temperatures tonight. The good news is, at least for right now, the wind is not blowing. 1-1 pitch. Barely misses. 2-1 now to Baez. Yeah, just missed down right there. Two balls and one strike. Sterner gets the sign and now delivers the 2-1. Just misses off the plate away, and it's 3-1 and one now to Baez. Yeah, Jack is just missing. The third baseman, Blake Piveroff, due up next for the Sun Devils. And the 3-1. And another fly ball into shallow center. McIntyre moves up, makes the catch, and Baez is retired for out number two. So Piveroff will bat with the bases empty in two outs here on the bottom of the second inning, a scoreless ball game. Nicely done, Jack. Get the first two quick ones, now get the third one. Make it a quick inning and see if the offense can heat back up. First pitch to Piveroff. Foul out of play. Strike one. You know, there's a stat out there that a lot of major league clubs keep, especially in the minor league organization, Shep, and that is how quickly can you get the third out, right? You know, after you get the first two, how, how fast can you get the third out? Does it take you that batter? Does it take you two or three batters? It's how quickly you can get that third out and keep that pitch count down. No one pitch misses. One ball and one strike. That's pitch number 24. For BYU starter, Jack Sterner. And the 1-1 pitch on its way. 
hit sharply into right. On the move, cannot get it, is the right fielder, Cole Gamble. It will roll to the wall, and that is a two-out double for Blake Piveroff, and the inning continues for the Sun Devils. Yeah, Cole tried to take a straight-across angle there, and it just got across the outreach of his arms. Not sure if he could have taken a better angle from our point of view. It looked like he was doing the best he could to get there and just barely gets by his outstretched arm for the big two-out double. And that was Piveroff's first base hit of the season. He was 0 for 4 previously, so hadn't had that many at-bats. But he's now standing at second base and in scoring position, and that will bring in the left fielder, Will Rogers. Now BYU is in this situation in the top of the first. And Luckham was able to get out of it. Now Sterner needs to get out of the same situation here in the bottom of the second. Yep, and these are just those spots. Two out opportunities. First pitch to Rogers, swing and a miss, strike one. Yeah, anytime you get a chance to get a two out knock, RBI, it is a game changing type at bat. I mean, we lost Indiana State, uh, what was it, 3 2, and they had three two out RBIs. And that's the difference. There are hits, and then there are big hits. Yeah. Not every hit is equal. No balls, one strike. Sterner looking back at second. Now delivers the 0-1, swing and a miss, and he jumps ahead of Rogers. No balls and two strikes. Good, he's attacking with that fastball right there. Put him away. Go to work here, Jack. Go to work. Two outs and a runner at second base. Bottom of the second, we are scoreless. But the Sun Devils with a runner in scoring position. It's going to take another two-out hit. We'll see what happens next. The 0-2 pitch to Rogers on its way, and he struck him out. Big strikeout for Jack Sterner, and that's out number three, and the Sun Devils will strand a runner at second base. Top of the third after this. Scoreless from Phoenix on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball. Now back to the ballpark and your host, Jason Shepard. Top of the order, batting for BYU as we begin the top of the third inning from Phoenix Municipal Stadium. No score between the Cougars and Sun Devils. Luckham's pitch to McIntyre misses low, ball one. Mitch grounded out to second to lead off the ball game, so he is 0 for 1. Andrew Pintar in the on-deck circle for the Cougars. The 1-0 pitch to McIntyre. And a ball hit sharply to the first baseman, Davis. And McIntyre is retired for out number one in the third inning. Well, you can ask is your guys to hit it hard, and that's what he did, just right at the first baseman. Andrew Pintar struck out in the first. His second plate appearance facing Kyle Luckham, the Arizona State starter. First pitch to Pintar. Misses away, ball one. The 1-0 pitch to Pintar. Misses away again, two balls and no strikes. Yeah, overthrowing a little bit here, just holding on and cutting that fastball away. BYU with three hits so far. Arizona State picked up its first hit in the bottom half of the second. They have one, so three to one in favor of BYU. The 2-0 pitch, 
hit into right center, and it will get down and roll all the way to the wall. Nice job of hitting by Andrew Pintar, and he's standing at second with a one-out double. Well, and that's what you do. You get a 2-0 fastball up and elevated, and you just absolutely tattoo it to the right center gap. One hop off the wall for a one-out double. Nicely done, Andrew. And BYU back in business with a runner in scoring position. Now Cole Gamble, if he wants to hit another double, we'll, we'll that, take that. That's baseball that you hate, right? He had the two-out double and then got stranded. Now it's his turn, right? Now it's his turn to see if he can go ahead and get a knock. Gamble one for one with that double in the first. One out, runner at second. Luckham's first pitch to Gamble. On its way, Cole fouls it straight back and out of play, strike one. Cole Gamble is one of the most unique baseball players I've ever been around. He is, he's too smart sometimes for a baseball player, right? <laughs> uh, typically baseball players don't have high GPAs and aren't very, you know, mentally smart when it comes to analytics. And he is a brainiac. He's sometimes just too smart. The 0-1 pitch, strike two. And but when I say that, I'm not giving him the criticism. I'm just saying sometimes you're too smart, you think too much, right? And, and sometimes you just need to react. And sometimes when Cole struggles, he starts to overthink his swing and what he should be doing. When he just relaxes and plays, he's really special. Pintar at second, one out, an 0-2 count. Luckham with the pitch. And Cole stays alive. He just got a piece and fouled it off. I didn't quite hear the foul ball, so I thought he... Maybe it was possibly strike three, but I'm glad he did. Staying alive, no balls and two strikes. BYU now with four hits, still looking for the first run. Could come with a base knock here from Cole Gamble. The 0-2 pitch to Gamble. Good, good Outside, take. ball one. Good take. Luckham already over 40 pitches. And remember, in his first start of the season, he only went four and a third. Pintar at second base after the one-out double. Find a way here, Cole, find a way. The one-two pitch to Gamble, and he strikes out Cole Gamble. That's another strikeout for Kyle Luckham. That is his third strikeout of the ballgame. So Gamble now one for two, and Ryan Sapiti. We'll need to get a two-out hit for the Cougars to get on the board. Yeah, back-to-back -back opportunities now for Ryan. One in the first and now in the third with two outs. Runner on second, and he's up. He had two big knocks for us, you know, in the first, in the second and third game. And see if we can do it again here. Luckham with the first pitch to Sapiti, and it misses for ball one. Yeah, they went heavy dose of a heavy dose of breaking ball, and then they blew a fastball by him his last at bat. Get yours and stay through the middle here. Good speed at second. One ball, no strikes. Two outs. Pintar still at second base. The 1-0. And a check swing that Sapiti could not hold up. He went around. One ball and one strike. That's a big check swing because if it's 2-0, and oh, he's got to come. He's got to come. But because you check swing on that ball, slider away, now it's 1-1. One and one. He can go to whatever he wants. One ball, one strike, and two outs. Luckham delivers the 1-1. And Sapiti hits a high fly ball. 
into shallow right. It's actually the second baseman all the way over near the line that makes the catch. And BYU is retired, and they will strand another runner in scoring position. BYU now 0 for 5 with runners in scoring position so far in this ballgame. Bottom of the third next. Scoreless ballgame here in Phoenix on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Jason Shepard. First pitch to Kai Murphy. Lifts it into left field. Hayden Latham underneath it makes the catch. And quickly in the bottom of the third, one pitch and one out. You love to see it. Yeah, you love that. Kai Murphy, who is obviously out now heading to the dugout, he has three doubles already on the season. Yeah, that's impressive. It's a big out to lead off the inning. That'll bring in the number nine hitter, Hunter Haas, the shortstop. And the first pitch from Sterner hits Haas in the back. So a hit-by-pitch puts Haas at first base with one out. Now we're back to the top of the order. Sean McClain, who struck out looking in the first inning. Yeah, definitely not what Jack wanted to do. Just tried to throw an inside fastball, and it just kept running in. So now first time Arizona State's got a runner on first with only one out. Here we go, Jack. 0-0 ball game here in the bottom of the third. Sterner with the first pitch to McLean, low and outside, ball one. McLean, a top 100 prospect in several publications. and I know in D1 baseball, he's number 62. And his brother was drafted last season by the Cincinnati Reds. Pretty good baseball family. Did he play here as well, his brother? I believe so. Guy? I believe he played here too, yes. The 1-0 pitch, high, ball two. So two balls, no strikes, one out. Sterner taking his time and now delivers the 2-0. McLean fouls it back over the screen for strike one. Speaking of the Cincinnati Reds, on our flight, uh, when we left Florida, we went uh, Fort Myers to Dallas and then Dallas to Phoenix. On the leg from Dallas to Phoenix, I actually sat next to a player in the Reds minor league system that was flying out here oh, uh, cool. for minor league camp. Oh, awesome. So I got a chance to talk with him for a few minutes. Two balls and one strike. A throw over to first base. And Hawes... Diving back head first. Yeah, normally this time of year out here, this place is buzzing with spring training, but yep. not right now. Come out and watch the Devils and Cougars play. That's right. Two balls and one strike. Runner at first, one out. Scoreless ball game here in the bottom of the third. Jack delivers the 2-1, and it's in for strike two. Good pitch. Yeah, really good pitch. Go get him right here. Get you a ground ball or get your punch out. Two and two the count to the Sun Devil leadoff hitter, Sean McClain. 0 for 1, struck out looking in the first. BYU beat this Arizona State team in Provo last season, 8 to 5. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss. Oh, boy. And strike three and out number two. That is now two strikeouts of Sean McClain. 
He's 0 for 2 in the ballgame. Big second out. Love to leave that runner stranded at first. The center fielder, Joe Lampy, flied out to the catcher in a Boy. impressive play, sliding yes. into the dugout by Colin Reuter in the first inning. So he's 0 for 1. Such a unique play that it's almost impossible to explain. Another check on Haas at first base. It was a dive to roll over to tipped ball in the air to catch <laughs> as he's falling down the stairs, sliding down the stairs. Honestly, that needs to be sent in yeah. to Sports Center Top 10. Yeah, unbelievable. Lampy still awaiting the first pitch. And there it is from Sterner, showing bunt. And he takes strike one. He's squared up. Trying to move that runner into scoring position. But now Deming playing in a little bit. Certainly not playing deep. Runner at first, two outs, bottom of the third. Sterner with the 0-1. Ground ball to Pintar at second. Underhand throw to second base, covered by Watkins and the Sun Devils. We'll put up a zero in the bottom of the third. Cougar bats coming in the top of the fourth inning right after this. Cowden, Reuter, and Latham do up when we return on the new skin. BYU Sports Network.